time, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends at the Long Box Crusade and Hamilton vs. Burr, A Werewolf Tale. That's a comic book you should go buy, available on Amazon Kindle. Not sure who wrote it, but it's really good. I'm your host, Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist, and joining me, as always, is the Watson to my Sherlock, Mr. Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Christados. How are you feeling today, Dr. Christados? J- just wait there, Slim. Uh, I'll be ready in a two shakes. <laughs> I like your cowboy talk, and I see where you're going with it. <laughs> also joining me tonight is the Mycroft to my Sherlock, my older, wiser brother, Jason, the Weasel Skull. Albrick, and how are you tonight, Weasel Skull? Oh, I'm doing great. Ready to follow the clues and uh, solve this here mystery. And we also have with us a new Moriarty to our crew here, Ooh. filling in for... Who is our old Moriarty? That was... Uh, Darren, right? Darren. Darren. Sutherland yeah. oh, was yeah. here last time. That's right. Yeah. I forgot you so quickly, Darren. I'm so sorry. We have a and Ruth made us. Ruth made a special guest appearance. That's too. true. That was great. Yeah. The part of Moriarty for today's episode will be played by Jerry Green. Welcome to the show, Jerry. Well, thank you very much. I'm the bad guy. Grab air. <laughs> I believe he means put your hands up. Uh, excellent, excellent. Jerry, as a new guy on the show, we'd like to get an idea of your origin story mm-hmm. with Sherlock Holmes. So if you wouldn't mind telling us, it's a two-part question. Part mm-hmm. one is sort of how Sherlock Holmes came to be part of your life. Mm-hmm. And part two is what is your favorite iteration of Sherlock Holmes? Ooh. Well, I remember probably the first thing was the the book of short stories. I liked mysteries when I was a kid. I read a lot of Agatha Christie and Ellery Queen and Nero Wolfe. And I had a book of short stories of Sherlock Holmes I really liked. And then I used to watch the Basil Rathbone movies. Nice. You know, with Nigel Bruce. I really liked them. I had gotten on that. Basil Rathbone was Son of Frankenstein. And I was like, ooh, I want another movie with him. Yeah, it was a really good one. And then I caught The Hound of the Baskervilles with Peter Cushing, that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I really like that. I like the mood of it. And I had a Sherlock Holmes board game when I was a kid. I think it was um, Consulting Detective or something oh, like Jason that. Jason and I had that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just came like in, a, in like a three-ring binder. Yeah, yeah. yeah Fold it a, out. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. We had that, too. That was awesome. Uh, in eighth grade, I wrote a class Christmas play where I was Sherlock Holmes. We went to the North Pole to solve the case of kidnapped Santa Claus. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Do you still got it? You still got the script? No. <laughs> no, didn't survive. Warner oh. Brothers optioned it two years ago. Sweet. Yeah. That's really cool, man. Just to riff real quick on that Sherlock Holmes consulting detective game. Jason, I loved that game. But man, you had to be sharp. Yeah. To play like you had to be a, like almost a Holmesian level detective. Yeah. To, play to read the rules, game. right? Just to get through it and chase down all the clues. And like at the end, you'd be like, oh, you know, we'd be happy if we solved it and got it right. And then you read in the little book at the back. Oh, home solved it in five steps. You're like, it took 64 (laughs) steps. They had like because they had like the map. It had like clue books. It had like Mm -hmm. a gazetteer. It had like a newspaper. I mean, it was a telephone directory. (laughs) There was a lot to it. I was like, holy crap, man. <laughs> well, to my great pleasure, and just in case there's people who are crossovers that listen to the show and also love video games, uh, I'm one of those people. They put that game out on Sega CD. Really? Yes. And Ooh, they, wow. t- they took the game and completely ported it into a CD point and click kind of. It worked exactly the same way with the exact same storylines and clues, but it was on Sega CD. And I think they did two parts, part one and part two. I have them both. They are a lot of fun. 
But really? once again, I get to the end and they're like, you solved it in 63 steps. Home <laughs> solved it in two. And you're like, what? Stop. But yeah, it's, they made it. They made a similar one too. And I, I don't remember what computer, like what company did it, but they had a similar type of thing for X Files as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that on my uh, PS1. Hmm. Anyway, consulting tech. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, excellent, Jerry. Thank you for sharing your origin story with us. And thanks for being here, man. We're excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. So Saturday Matinee Theater, I'm kind of unclear on what it is. Pat, will you explain it? Well, yeah, Jared, I can do that. Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review, sometimes indexed show brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we will be taking you back to the past from some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. We've got some plans for down the road, but for the first stretch of Saturday Matinee Theater, we will be covering the about 39 episodes of the 1954 television series Sherlock Holmes, which was produced by Sheldon Reynolds. It starred Ronald Howard as Sherlock Holmes and H. Marion Crawford as Dr. Watson. So take off your deerstalker cap, light your pipe, get cozy by the fireplace, Put down your hatchet and let the soothing violin music of Mr. Sherlock Holmes whisk you away into the past. episode i swear your violin playing gets better i gotta i gotta wipe the tears from my eyes hold on yeah that was magical magical uh, makes me so proud that i can make somebody cry like that i know like most of these podcasts you listen to i think they use like audio clips but yeah you play the Uh, violin live on this show and that's amazing exactly Mm -hmm. i am amazing that's why i can do it you're true Mm -hmm. talent so happy. I'm a, I'm a gentleman and a scholar from my hinder to my collar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, let's <laughs> talk about tonight's episode. We are on episode four, which was titled The Case of the Texas Cowgirl. The original air date was the 8th of November, 1954. It was directed by Sheldon Reynolds and written by Charles and Joseph Early. It guest starred Archie Duncan once again as Inspector Lestrade. Kenneth Richards returns as Officer Wilkins. And Lucille Vines plays Minnie O'Malley. Who wants a plot summary on this episode? I do, I do. That's one, and I'll take it.
here we go, folks. Okay, and as usual, I'm going to give you a plot summary. They're tricky to write because I try to take us through the episode, but not reveal how Holmes figures certain things out so that you can watch them, you know, if you're watching them after. Some people watch the episodes before and then come to the podcast, but if you listen to the podcast and then go to the show... We won't spoil for you how Holmes figures things out. We'll move the plot along. So those, I call it mild spoilers. You're going to know where the episode's going, but you won't know how Holmes gets us there. If that makes any sense. Let's get into it. Bison Jack's Wild West Rodeo is in London, and it isn't long before one of the features of the show, Miss Minnie O'Malley, comes to 221B with a problem. There's a dead body in her room, and it appears to have been killed with Minnie's tomahawk. She needs Holmes and Watson to get the body out of there because she's about to marry a British aristocrat, and she can't have a murder rap hanging over her. Watson and Holmes head to the hotel and investigate the crime scene, and against Watson's best wishes, they move the body out of Minnie's room to the room across the hall. Luckily for Holmes, he also gets a bit of intel from one of his loyal followers, the youthful bellhop at the hotel. At about this time, Lestrade and Wilkins are called in by Hotel Housekeeping to investigate the new crime scene, the one created by Holmes, which is now in Mr. Honeywell's room across the hall from Minnie. Try to keep up, folks. Mr. Honeywell is apparently a dealer in women's unmentionables. Racing. Lestrade IDs the body as Sly Sam, a known burglar. So now they just need to find out who Sam's burgling partner is, believing the motive was greed for the night's ill-gotten valuables. Holmes and Watson head home, thinking that Lestrade has got it from there, only to find Minnie waiting for them back at 221B, and she's got a gun and a bad attitude. She's a little angry that Holmes planted her tomahawk at the new crime scene, which he did, knowing it was the murder weapon anyway. Well, actually, there's a second tomahawk. So, who killed Sly Sam, then? Interrogations with Indian Chief Running Water and the show owner Bison Jack finally lead Lestrade, Wilkins, Holmes, and Watson to identify Sly Sam's true burglary partner. Is it the cowgirl? The lady's undergarment salesman? The cowboy? The Indian chief? The cop? The construction worker? The biker? Okay, so a few of those weren't in there. Tune in to find out. And that is our show summary. Very good. Very good. They're always an adventure to write. (laughs) Not too shabby. (laughs) There's a lot going on in this episode, folks. Let's get into the highs and lows of this episode. What are the things you loved? Was there anything you didn't love so much? And as usual, we'll start with our guests. Jerry, um, what do you think? All these episodes so far, there's been a, there's been humor and there's been mystery. And I think this one, the humor is kind of more in the forefront than the mystery in this case. Um, yeah, I agree I, with that. Yeah, yeah I think that it, it's very broad humor. I think uh, Minnie is just kind of like a natural comedian. Uh, she's just funny to look at. She she says funny things. She you know she just the way she says the word Sherlock is yeah (laughs) just makes me laugh the mystery i thought was kind of convenient and just kind of really was like a vehicle for the characters but i really like the characters although you know some of the humor maybe was a little you know played a little better in the mid 50s than it does today but still overall so many great lines many just you know all the different the funny words she would use you know she'd say pronto we got to get over there pronto and holmes and watson are like what what pronto (laughs) watson's like is Pronto, is that his name? Is that his yeah. name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, and we're going to get hitched, you know? <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? It was it was pretty funny. I had a lot of fun with it. I really like Watson, and I think he's he's one of the one of the, my favorite things here, and he does great in this episode. Anything specific? Did you like him? You know, chasing after that buggy with the, with the lasso? Or? <laughs> that was so. Funny. You know what I think I really like about him is that 
he is, you know, at first when he meets somebody, he's a little standoffish, a little reserved, you know, calm and cool. But he really gets to, he warms up to people really well. True. Very and, and at the end of it, he's everybody's friend. And I just love that about him, that he's just a good, capable, you know, guy you can rely on and people get that about him. That's why I hang out with Pat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's why he has to use a lasso. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watson throws a mean lasso. Stun gun, but <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever works. Yeah, yeah that the uh, restraining order isn't working. But <laughs> Pat, what are your highs and lows on this? Oh well, I got a few here, so I'm just gonna go down my list of things. Uh, Minnie leaving the dead guy, the dead man in her room. She just leaves him, doesn't go tell anybody else, and then you find out why. But I'm just like, okay, so just she just ups and leaves like it's nothing, nothing that an everyday thing. One of the lines I, I found I like that Watson says. I like the banter, like Jerry said, between him and Minnie. There's a lot of banter between the two um, as they're trying to understand each other. (laughs) I can't remember what was said before, but Watson says, certainly that's how it is done in England. Not sure how they do it in Texas. I I can't remember what that that was all about. But every time I saw Bison Jack's, I kept thinking, well, Bison Jack's Steakhouse. That would be a cool name for a you were, place. You were hungry when you went to Zimbabwe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. You didn't get a plate of those cheese fries with the, <laughs> with the bacon. You know, give it a haystack of onion and a big old on some Texas toast there, and there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't really understand the song that Sherlock was singing about Knees Up. when Knees Up, Mother Brown. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't get that either. It's a dancing song. They mean okay. dance, Mother Brown. Dance, Mother Shut your mouth. I'm not sure. That's one bad. <laughs> <It's> that <laughs> in the part in the hotel where the kid comes up and the, the other one of the ladies that's staying there or whatever comes about and says, you know, she's got a rat in her room. The kid's got to get the rat out of her room. And Sherlock tells her to meow at it <laughs> but he mew. sounded like mew he's like, to me mew. it sounded like moo yeah moo at it i'm like why would you moo at a rat <laughs> no no mew 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 <laughs> <laughs> of course i have bitten big letters and an exclamation yes wilkins is back <laughs> everybody loves yeah. wilkins he almost got scalped <laughs> No, right. not Wilkins. Oh, not Wilkins. That was Lestrade. Oh, was Lestrade. Yeah, sorry. Wilkins is the one. Yeah, Wilkins is the one that could talk to the chief. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote that down too. Like, where in the world did he learn to speak black? <laughs> oh, he's pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, like they're looking at him like, what? What? Yeah. And then uh, I just got yeah, Wilkins for the win as far as <laughs> him trans doing the translation there. Then at the end, you got Wild Bill Watson. Roping them down. Yeah, good old Wild Bill Watson. So, yeah, overall, I, it, it's a fun story. I thought, like Jerry said, a lot more comedy in this one than the mystery. I kind of understand why the body was put where it was in that. So I'd, I'd have to watch it again. There were so many things going on that I'd want to watch it again just to like yeah. each side. You're like, okay, I'm looking at it. I watch it from Watson's eyes. Then you watch it from Sherlock's eyes. Every time I watch an episode... I'm always, I think I'm always in the Watson mood. That's my focus. I'm not concentrating on Sherlock. I'm there wa- observing him and the other, the other cat, I think the other cast that come in kind of take me away and kind of, so I don't really follow a lot what Sherlock's doing. So then I have to go back and watch it again to see what he was actually doing and kind of watch him because he's a funny guy too. He is. He is. You yeah. Know? But I hear I, you on this episode. 
you know, I had to go back and write the synopsis. So I'm sort of watching and pausing and pausing and watching. And this one was tough to write because there's a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff going on. And sometimes it feels almost like unnecessarily complicated in this episode. But it's not my turn to talk. <laughs> I guess that's my what I my thoughts are on it and and how I kind of look come looking at these things. So having that Watson mentality, I I got to go back and watch it again. I think for the Sherlock side of it, now that I know the clues and all that, go back and kind of follow that to see where those come into play. Gotcha, Jason. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree with with what largely uh, both of those gentlemen have said. I think this episode was very much more geared towards the levity and comedy. I don't want to go into it too much and spoil it for folks that haven't watched the episode and may want to. But really, at the end of the day, there was only two clues that really mattered. And one of them, I, I really didn't care for Tommy. And it was a bit of a deus machina yeah. type moment. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of. It just, oh, okay. just gave him some information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Critical information. Just happen to be there, happen to be in the right place, right time, and see the right thing. And well, I was wondering, yeah, how Tommy knew Holmes. Oh, hey, Mister Holmes. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. What'd you see through the keyholes this week, Tommy? <laughs> yeah, Baker Street Irregulars. That probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a little irregular running around yeah. looking through keyholes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at any rate, but yeah, the comedy seemed to work well. I couldn't tell, like, if the Minnie O'Malley character was dubbed or was she actually. It, I don't know if maybe it, it just the editing on my show was was a little little off, but uh, I didn't I don't think know. so. I thought I yeah. thought it was fine. Well, when I first saw it, I thought I thought she was dubbed, and as I was watching it through a little more, I, I wasn't quite sure. But I thought she was she was brilliant. She was very funny, and you're I, right. The interaction between Watson and Minnie was charming. Would, were they? Maybe I missed this in it, but did they say that she was there like as a show, or, or is this just a group? of people from the United States over there doing something or because they had apartments and and they're all staying at the hotel. All right. Well, okay. So sorry to butt in here, Jason, but so if they're staying at the hotel and I forgot this in my notes is when they go into chief was a running water or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Clear running water from the land of Scotty waters. Hams, the be refreshing ham. You don't know hams? You're on your own. All right. Well, anyway. I, I know hams. Why? That the guy had a, a teepee in his room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He went all in. Yeah. <laughs> it rains a lot in England, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe and, he had, and they had an Indian. He had a picture of an, of an Indian guy on the wall. On the wall. It's like, how long well, are these guys here? She also had a cowgirl picture up. Oh, in, I, I guess I missed that. Too. And he was smoking in that room. That, that yeah. was a non-smoking room. <laughs> he, he shouldn't have been doing I, that. I don't think that was tobacco. Oh, so it looked like <laughs> the cable was out, so he didn't have anything else to do so that he couldn't get any of the premium channels or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the, or the internet was down. <laughs> An in-room Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what the TP's for was kind of oh. like an antenna or something. Uh, TP Wi-Fi. <laughs> At any rate, yeah, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny too that Wilkins was able to speak Blackfoot. That was that was quite <laughs> interesting. And I, for a half a second, really thought that Lestrade was going to get scalped <laughs> by, by running water. Like this is taking a dark. T- 
turn, man. <laughs> but overall, it was an enjoyable episode. I'd say probably not one of my my favorites. I much prefer the deeper mystery. With it seemed like the previous ones had little more well thought out mysteries with little clues seated throughout. And this one really relied more on gag moments, which it was nice. It was a little different. Not my favorite, but still very enjoyable. Very good. And those are my remarks. All right. You guys, yeah, pretty much covered my same ones. As usual, I don't bring a lot of remarks. I just tend to bring more trivia. Definitely more of more of a comedy laced. It, it almost felt like that they had a script for like a comedy and they were just like, hey, we could put Holmes and Watson in this. <laughs> and, and they did. Yeah. Uh, but it was still, like I said, still charming. Let's go with the fun facts from Jared on this one. Okay, so the actress who played Minnie O'Malley, Lucille Vines, she had a daughter by the name of Matilda Bonifoy. Matilda Bonifoy grew up to be a film editor, and you may know her work from a movie called Run, Lola, Run, a fairly popular film that came out in the early 2000s. So there's your factoid on Lucille Vines. She had a daughter. Who did the editing on Run, Lola, Run? Anybody here seen it besides me? Yep. Nope. I have seen Run, Lola. Run, yes. And if you've seen it, you'll know how important editing is to that yeah, movie. So she's very a, well edited. She's a very important part to that film. Yep. And then Bob Cunningham. He's the guy who played Bison Jack, even though he was uncredited in the episode. The only guest star outside of Lestrade and Wilkins that they credited was, was Lucille Vines. But Bob Cunningham had an uncredited appearance as Bison Jack. And he was in 1974's Earthquake, which starred mm. Charlton Heston, George oh, Kennedy, okay. Lauren Green, and is written by Mario Puzo. Mario Puzo also wrote, anyone? The Godfather. Correct. And what superhero movie? Did he do Superman? Bingo. He did Superman. Oh, nice. It all comes back to Superman. I just put that in there for one of our podcasting friends, Michael Bailey. But yeah, apparently he got in on the the disaster movie craze of the 1970s. Fence around. So there you have it. Those are my two fun facts this episode. I hope you enjoyed them. Very cool. Fantastic. Let's move on to ratings. It's time to rate the episode on a scale of one to five. We have five Holmesian pipes laying in front of us. We've taken good care of them. How many pipes would we give this episode? If you give it just one, that means you didn't like it. Two said it's just okay. Three is good. Four is very good. And five is I loved it. Starting with Jerry, how many pipes would you give it? Mm. So... For as as critical as I was about the mystery, what I think that this is a what this show does really well is you know you have Holmes and Watson, the two characters together, you know, and they have a friendship, and then you meet a whole cast of characters, and you know all of a sudden there are relationships and people getting becoming friends and everything, and the whole thing happens in twenty seven minutes. Yeah, and this one in particular, I really felt that uh, Minnie, you know, she was really kind of part of the gang, and then what's it, uh, you know, her boss, and you know. I just really felt that there was a whole world here. So I'm going to go ahead and give it four pipes. Four mm-hmm. pipes. Four pipes from the visiting professor. Pat, pipe it. Well, Jared, before I give my rating, can I change these pipes to, like, the pipes that Running Water had? Oh. Hang on. Let me... Uh, let that me was going to be my gag. The... I was going to give Running Water Peace pipes. <laughs> I'm going to check our bylaws. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll pass it over to you, Jason, when I'm done. Uh, I get it. I'm going to check our bylaws. Okay. Uh, is he on the left hand side? <laughs> uh, Pass the bookie on the left hand side. Pass the bookie on the left hand side. Pass the bookie on the left hand side. I don't even know what they sing there. Does anybody know? <laughs> no idea. I, I really don't know. Oh my gosh. But I make something up every single time. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Pat, I checked the bylaws. There you go. There's a song you got to use, Jerry. If oh, you could put a, a bad idea. books for beginners to that, oh, man. Is my mic on or is Pat just having no. a full <laughs> conversation? Yeah, Pat's, Pat's okay. just cowboy through this yes, whole episode. He's just doing whatever the hell he wants tonight. That's, that's all right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I went along with your gag. I made fake sound effects. <laughs> Looking through the bylaws about pipes. And oh, you're my, like, I moved oh, my gag. Let me, moved on. Let me start on. singing past the <laughs> he top. Was on, he's oh, on his, like his third gag from there. Yeah, All right, here's Jerry. your Pat. No, you can only use Holmes pipes now. So <laughs> damn episode. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I was going to say yes, but you blew your gag by too fast. <laughs> Fine. Well, I, I do agree with Jerry on I think that the characters, their interaction together, that's what really, man, is just watching this, it really makes this show so fun. And just Sherlock and Watson are so eased back now. And then you have, yeah, when Minnie came in and she's like, she almost like was kind of taking over and driving things along. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. Kind of like Minnie Driver, huh? <laughs> here Sorry. Here it goes. Here it goes. <laughs> I'm going to go- agree with Jerry and give it a four. I, I I had fun, yeah. Compared to the the last one, and I'm gonna give it a four. I, I actually like this one just because of the fun. Yeah. Interesting. All right, Mycroft, what you got? I think I'm gonna give it three on this one. As much as I liked it, and I did like it, there was a lot to like. I, I was rolling watching uh, Watson trying to get up into that carriage. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, it just kind of lacked a little bit in the mystery. It was a little little too pedestrian for me. I like. Holmes and Watson finding clues and solving crimes, not so much running gags, but still enjoyable. So I'll give it three pipes. Sounds like someone needs to get sculpted. <laughs> I, I'm going to give it three, Sculpt. three Sculpt. piece pipes Sculpt. too, because I do what I want. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> man. I like it. I like the style. All right. I am going to surprise, surprise, agree with my brother. I'm going to give it three pipes. I like the episode. Three on the show means it was good. I think it was good. I do prefer a little bit more mystery. And this one just, especially when I tried to do the write-up, it was a lot of moving parts that I felt were almost unnecessarily moving. Like, let's be honest, they did the whole scene with Chief Running Water, I think, just for gags. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a long filler right there. It was a long, yeah, a long scene that didn't really mean anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, I mean, it was still fun. So that's why it still sits at a three. Like, if it had gone nowhere and it just annoyed me, we'd be talking twos here, but... (laughs) I wonder how long Lestrade was actually Lestrade was actually sitting there trying to talk to him before Holmes got there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, he seems like the guy that would just sit there and keep saying it over and over. I did like uh, when uh, when Wilkins told Lestrade like the history of the tomahawk. Yeah, and Lestrade yeah. basically blew him off, and then when what when Holmes showed up, he told him exactly. <laughs> Lestrade told him exactly yeah. what Wilkins had told him. Yeah, another classic Wilson or Wilkins, as I'm going to say, and I, this was in my notes that I forgot to say, is he when he walks in for the first time, Minnie's got the gun pointing at Sherlock and uh, Watson, and he just walks in. He's a police officer, right? Mm-hmm. And he just walks in, looks at her, she looks at him, and he just walks up, okay, and then he starts talking like nothing's going on. Yeah. You're a police officer. Aren't you supposed to go, hey, what are you doing? He's the coolest of the cucumbers, man. Yeah. Oh, that classic Wilkins. Well, yeah, I think we all are falling in love with Wilkins. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a bit of all right. He's the, he's the Kramer. Of, he's the Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's he, a British, British Kramer there. 
He definitely <laughs> endeared himself. Well, gentlemen, that kind of brings us to the end of the formal portion of the show before we mm-hmm. get into our letters to Baker Street. Does anyone else have any reattacks on this episode? Pat, do you want no, to launch any good. weird jokes and just run off? <laughs> <laughs> just in sequence, just kind of ramble on. <laughs> one joke, another joke, another joke. Uh, like I'm a little good. Kid, tossing up a baseball, trying to hit it. Like like we do to Pat on every episode of every yeah. other thing we do. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. Fair play is whatever. Fair play is whatever the editor decides it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! So anybody else on the episode though? For real? Any thoughts? I like that. No, it was a good. Good episode. I enjoyed it. What were you saying, Jerry? I, I liked how Minnie, uh, when she shook Watson's hand, gave him kind of a knuckle, a knuckle cruncher. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> had that That's a lot to do for him because he's oh, a pretty yeah. tough guy. Yeah, he sure is. He had to straighten out his fingers afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we never did get to meet her fiancé, though, did we? No. Anglo-American relations, fellas. Was it Lord Worcester? <laughs> Worcester, that's what it was. Yeah. Worcestershire sauce. That goes good with the, that. She, he's probably going to make that Worcestershire sauce for the Bison Jack's Steakhouse. Ooh. He's hungry again. That's <laughs> <laughs> hungry. We used to get angry, Pat. Now we have hungry, Pat. I'm now you got hungry. Yeah, I know. Thanks a lot. Well, that's what you get with. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, let's get into our letters to Baker Street. We'll dig into our mailbag here in a minute for comments, and we'll give all of our listeners, we'll give both of our listeners a <laughs> heads up on what our next episode will be when we when we finish thanking the folks who, uh, who've supported the show. So let's go ahead and take a look at everyone who did the shares and the likes and the retweets for us on social media. All right. So leading it off here, we have Big Al Sedano. Thanks for uh, listening, Al. I can call you Betty. Betty, when you call me, you can call me out. We've got my pal, Chris, at BTO and Bat Books. Let it roll, Let it roll. <laughs> Down the highway. Roll, roll. Oh, thank you, Chris. And thank you, Jerry, for saying that. That was awesome. Yeah, you did great. Uh-oh. He's the first guy who like a guest who actually joined in. <laughs> <laughs> Next is we're gonna thank Clinton Robinson. Robinson. I think these two are connected, but I'm gonna yeah. thank Coffee and Comics. At Coffee Comics Blog. And I'm going to thank Colin Stapleton. Thanks, Colin. David Collins at Old Ben One. That wizard's just a crazy thank old you. man. Thanks, Dave. Now we got Delvin, the, our very own Dark Web, Felix Leiter. Thank you, Delvin. Someday you got to get on here. <laughs> and I would like to thank Darren and Ruth, the Ruth. DS and RS, at DS and RS, the Rad Network. Everything that Darren and Ruth Sutherland do is greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Yep, and uh, Darren and Ruth made a special appearance on our last episode. So if you haven't listened to that yet, go ahead and check that out. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, did that happen or were you making that up? I thought that was Delvin the whole time. Go back and listen and find <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, go back and listen and find out. That'll raise the, the numbers on the show. Well, he may be the non-discerning reader, but he's definitely a discerning listener. Thanks for listening. And there's oh. some guy named Jerry Green. Hmm. Oh, I wonder who that oh, is. That sounds made up. That's not even like yeah. That name. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like yeah, yeah. something you find on a fake ID or something. That's a witness protection name if I ever heard one. <laughs> Some McLovin. What's going on? <laughs> Whatever it is, it, it must not be easy being green. Oh, no. oh, oh yeah, sorry. Oh, I oh, probably oh, get the heart of the trees. 
Uh, well played, Pat. You're on fire tonight. You're on oh, your meds, I'm, I'm aren't you? I'm hitting <laughs> Those meds I'm are a, kicking I'm, in. I'm a six-cylinder engine in a four-cylinder car right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Cristiano's on fire. Except my driveway doesn't go all the way to my garage. <laughs> or whatever that means. But anyway, oh, we have some fun people here. We have G.I. Joburg. Thanks, G.I. Joburg. Real American listener. I'd like to thank Gord Tolton. That also sounds like a made-up name, but we appreciate it, Gord. In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape his sight. Hal Jordan, listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening, Hal. Do you think he listens to it over the ring? Like, can he listen to it on his ring? Or? Yeah, I would think so. I would think, yeah. Uh, maybe like through Spotify or, you know, but for, if he's going to listen to it, I'm sure he's listening to it know. either through iTunes, iTunes or on tight. Through, yeah, they may not let, they may not do that on the ring. Mm. Oh, yeah, because iTunes, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a close. Copyright. Yeah. 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 Apple only. You know, I don't know if, if the <laughs> ring is Apple or if it's Android or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 5g anyway i have completely lost the script on who's supposed to go next <laughs> we've got jamie reed thank oh, you jamie she sounds like we might know her yeah i think i remember her from somewhere that's, hmm. that's jason and i's uh baby sister <laughs> oh, <fair enough. laughs> she's Takes out of prison that's nice or maybe they're letting no. her listen to it in prison i don't know <laughs> whatever congratulations jamie. <laughs> congratulations jamie next so we have the one the only the always Awesome, man. He always Let's he'll get talk ready your ear off if you like. <laughs> this guy will talk your ear off if you let him. And if you want to know for sure, just be a guest on this show or any of the other shows, and you'll find out. It is Jared Ulbrich, the yard drawing person, <laughs> drawing guy, uh, drawing guy, or actually sales artist, yard sale artist. Thank you, Jared. Hey, hey, hey. help us out. It's Doctor Doom. What are you doing? <laughs> Well, I get the great pleasure of introducing my older brother, Jason, the Weasel Skull Albrick. Thanks for sharing it, Jason. Good to know you. I finally figured this out. Finally figured this Twitter thing out. Joe Crawford. Thanks for listening, Joe. And we have Ken Solo at Ken underscore Solo. Olos. 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 Underscore Olos. There, he's good. He's a good artist. Yeah, he, he, does, he colors a lot of my work, and he's a good dude, and he helps pump the shows. Thanks, Ken. Next on the list is Christatos. Zero mm, oh. one. Stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay in your lane. Stay in your Michael Lane. Thanks for thanks for listening, Michael Lane. And I am very proud to introduce this next listener here, Mike Peacock. Thanks for listening, Mike. I was going to make a peacock noise, but I realized I don't know. Is that like? Poor Jerry's like, Jerry's like, what the hell is going on in this show? <laughs> I'm dying over here. <laughs> <laughs> we have Oscar Rubio at Oskiki77. Oh, well, I have the pleasure, and I'm so excited to Ooh. say this name, and it's always <laughs> a great, fun time uh, conversating with him, having him on this show, and listening to his podcast. It's Professor Frenzy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank thanks you. for listening and thanks for participating. Uh, it's, it's a blast. And I get to thank Rat Adventures again, which stars Darren and Ruth. And I've got the Canadian Daredevil. We know it's you, Ross. Ross Michaud <laughs> at Old School Ross. Hey, if you're listening out there, Canada Daredevil, I followed you on Twitter the other day. You never followed me back. Hurt feelings. That's not Ross. I know it's not Ross. I'm just saying that to the oh. world. Oh, okay. I think it's Ross. <laughs> 
It sounds Canadian to me. <laughs> and we've got Ruth Sutherland. Hey, Ruth. Hi, Jerry. <laughs> Are you on for lunch again? Yeah. <laughs> Next, we have our favorite uh, Ryan Daly. Thank you, Ryan, for listening. And uh, well, we'll get to that in the comments, I guess. Oh, there's comments from Ryan. Yeah. Ooh, comments, comments from Ryan. Comments. Yeah, yeah. Look forward for that. Those are always nice good. teaser. I'd like to thank fellow podcast Trekker Talk, which is a show that is definitely not about Star Trek. And Warlord Worlds, which is about Warlord. (laughs) Makes more sense to me. (laughs) And we have one Weasel Skull at Weasel Skull. Sounds shifty. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That that name sounds like Deus Machina thing there. I don't know what's going on. Deus Machinudo? Yeah, Machinudo. (laughs) One in the Dean and the Dean of Machinudo. <laughs> we got Peppy Pat. Peppy Pat. Oh, now we're going to end it here with Xenozoic Xenophiles from our friends Ruth and Darren. Thanks for the great support, everyone. Yeah, they're showing us tons of love, man. Yeah. They sure uh, are. No doubt. All right. It's time to go into the 221B mailbag, and I'm going to reach in and I'm going to grab a letter, and, and we're going to hand that. And I'll just let Jason kick this off. We'll do that in the same order. Jason, here's a letter. Which one of these letters do you want to read? Oh, let's see here. I'm, I'm going to take this little piece of fool's cap, and I'll look at uh, Aaron Headmoss. Aaron Headmoss says, listening now, a great guest raising the profile of the show. Great job, Darren. You take Wait. a dig at us there? <laughs> <laughs> Darren? <laughs> Probably. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> now, Darren did class up the show, and, and we really appreciate you listening, Aaron. Yeah, and, and, and just like I'll Bewitched, oh, uh, yeah. we've, oh. we've switched out Darren's this week, and uh. nobody noticed. We've <laughs> 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 got Jerry, right? Jerry playing the role of Darren. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get back in the mailbag. All right, Darren, right. go ahead and grab one of those. From Aaron Head Moss. Just finished listening to the episode. Great surprise guest host. Loved it. Loving this show. And Aaron got two shout outs. Oh, nice. All right. Into the mailbag. All right. Pat, what you got? I got one from Ryan Daly. And Ryan writes, great episode. Slightly derailing during the listener feedback section by the host's need to appease his more irritable critics. Shows improvement. Smiley face. I think he was talking about you, Jared. Uh, I think he might have been, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember because, you know, the previous episode he jumped on you about a missed uh, music cue, and now he's jumping on you for, like, addressing the missed music <laughs> cue, which is why I, I can't sent, win. I know. I sent him that gif of Gold Member from Austin Powers going, I see there's no pleasing you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad, Ryan, you haven't unsubscribed yet. So yeah, not yet. Stay subscribed, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go into the mailbag. And I've got a letter in here from one of our hosts from another show, uh, Delvin, the dark web, Felix Leiter himself. Yeah, I was I was editing those out. I don't uh, think he has anything important to say. Nah, I'm teasing. <laughs> he says that I hear there's a demand for me to be on this show. And if I get five million likes, asterisk, I will appear on the show. Asterisk. One like equals a million likes. Double asterisk. <laughs> Double asterisk means I'm probably showing up anyway. So we're looking does, forward does to Does that Delvin. mean he wants to come on the show? Is he finally going to come on? Is that what that means? He's got over seven likes or more, I think. I liked it. I, I saw it on Twitter. I gave him a like. I specifically didn't like it just so it would bother him, but uh, <laughs> I don't know that he, that he noticed. 
But we really appreciate all the likes, the retweets, the comments. Guys, keep sending them in. Keep talking about the show. Keep joining us with the, you know, watching these on YouTube. Uh, we remind you every episode, every one of these Sherlock Holmes episodes is on YouTube. We encourage you to go find it. Join us. Send us comments. Like us. Retweet us. You know, just be our friends. We just need friends, really. <laughs> That's where this is going. Some people do. I don't I'm, oh, you, oh. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm peppy. I'm peppy now. I got my own self. <laughs> He's got peppy pet. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. While we've got Jerry Green here, Jerry, what kind of programs would you like uh, our listeners to know that you're involved in? Well, I do a podcast called Bat Books for Beginners, where Chris Carnes, uh, my pod partner, and I, we talk about Batman trades. And today, it's it's Friday, the 27th of April, Friday night. Uh, we mm-hmm. dropped an episode, The Resurrection of Rachel Ghoul, uh, a story I really like. And Chris and I, if you listen to that episode, Chris and I announced we're going to be doing a new show. We're just starting. Uh, It'll be about a week or so from now. And it's called The Professor Frenzy Show. Oh, fun. Yeah. We're going to be covering indie comics. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to that. Yeah. I might have to send you guys a little something that I wrote. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'd love to read it. He's shameless. (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to plugging Uh, stuff. You gotta be. I've sent a couple of my my uh, my indie comic, uh, Hamilton versus Burr, a Werewolf Tale, available on Amazon Kindle for three ninety nine. I have uh, <laughs> sent that indie comic to a couple of shows, and always with the caveat of if you like it, by all means, review it on the show. If you hate it, just send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just ghost me. Uh, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> Just forget you ever read it. Well, that's cool, man. I'm glad to hear you got a new show coming out. Yeah, that sounds interesting. We need to tune in on that. And, you know, if you want to do indie comics and maybe have, like, the guy on who wrote the comic, you know, Mm -hmm. just... Put those puzzle pieces together. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I want to. I want to know. I got to figure. He's got an idea. Like, what comic is, are you thinking is going to lead out the gate here? Yeah, which one are you going to do first? Is it Amazon or Werewolf Tale? Amazon Kindle for three ninety nine. Also available on on eBay. It's, it's fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. You know, Jared's probably going to just cut that part over. Whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our first cop is going to be Aaron versus Burr on. <laughs> ha- Hamilton versus Burr. Come on. Oh, man. Sorry, Help Hamilton versus Burr. <laughs> anyway, for real, for real. What, what's your first cop? I'm starting to think that it's going to be Punk's Not Dead which is a book by Black Crown. It's uh, Sid Vicious uh, is a ghost, and he's uh, haunting Heathrow Airport, and he hooks on to a kid, and it's it's a lot of fun. Does it have werewolves in it? Not yet. Lame. All kinds of stuff. (laughs) You know what does have werewolves in it? What's that? Hamilton. Hamilton versus Burr. Burr. (laughs) I thought you were going to say Jughead the Hunger. (laughs) Oh, Zig, you thought I was going to zag. Yeah, good zig. Uh, that's super cool, man. I think that's awesome. Thanks. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Um, but now you just uh, you spoiled my ending of the Bat Books for Beginners. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Well, now you know. Now I know. I know. I was looking forward to Oh, what's the surprise? Because you guys teased it last time. Yeah, uh, we did. Yeah. Well, it's good to hear it live, though. I, got, I heard it live from you. That's awesome. So Absolutely. Oh, things are always better when you do it live. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear. Do you have anything else to plug, Jerry? Or um, no, just keep an eye out for us. On um, you can you can find it now on iTunes. We do an iTunes search. You can find the Professor Frenzy show out there now. We've got a one of our songs out there waiting for you, lurking in the darkness. Oh, yeah. So this one is. I think it's Sister Golden Hair Takeoff. Okay. All cool. right. 
Well, if you'd like to hear more from us, the regular crew here in the realm of comic books, then check out the Longbox Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? Well, Jared, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> He's ultra peppy now. <laughs> You can find the Longbox Crusade on iTunes, Google Play, and most of your podcatchers. You can also find it at www.longboxcrusade.com. Otherwise, if you're a Twitterer, you can tweet us at Longbox Crusade. Otherwise, if you prefer to be in somebody's face, you can Facebook us at Longbox Crusade. I love Peppy right Pat. Right back, right back to you, uh, Jared. Thank you, Peppy Pat. You're uh. welcome. <laughs> Okay, so if you want to hear us on our trek through all the James Bond films, then check out On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jason, refer to your script and tell us where they can find that. Shut up. <laughs> Jason isn't here. I sent that pansy to get me another whiskey. <laughs> you want to hear some James Bond? Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcasters. These Nancy boys try to talk about James Bond. But you can also find us on www.secretpodcast.com. Dot podbean.com or Twitter at OHMS Pod. It's the Chicago way. <laughs> well done. Now give me that damn whiskey. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Connery. I appreciate it. Anyway, back to you guys. Man, Sean Connery in studio tonight. That was amazing. He's a little drunk. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I set him off. I think that is me, too. Me and him are going out for drinks later on. So he's, he's my ride. He's my ride. Started early is what I think. Well, if you'd like to chat with us personally online, and I don't know why you would after all that, uh, we can found it lots of different places. Jerry, if they want to chat with you personally, how would they find you? Or do you not want them to know that? Yeah, you can find me out on Twitter at Professor Frenzy. What about you, pal? Oh, here we go. Oh, everybody, well, Jared, I'm, glad, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> you can find me at Christatos01 on the Twitter. Otherwise, if you're really interested, I don't want to say play Candy along with Crush Saga. Don't say Candy Crush Saga. Don't say Candy Crush. Sorry, was my mic on? <laughs> uh, you can follow me on uh, Candy Crush Saga at Christatos. I'm Christatos there on Candy Crush Saga. So come and join me there. I kind of stopped Hey Dave because I wasn't really doing good and I couldn't. My farm wasn't really making anything. So I'm kind of stuck. So you can you find know me this boy ain't right, right? <laughs> I know, Mr. Connery. Let him finish. Let him finish. Remember when I used to be the wacky personality on these shows? <laughs> Uh, so that's it for you, Pat. No more heyday. Yes. No, no. I'm, I'm thinking that's going. Sold down. the farm. Yeah, yeah. he bought the. Yeah, we'll see. I might be. I, I might be out there. So we'll see if I get anybody that wants to play along with me. I'll stay. If not, I'm out. That sounds like a threat, folks. Jason, what if they want to talk to you or Mr. Connery? How would they? How would they find you? They can find me on Twitter. I'm at Weasel Skull on Twitter. I'm also at Jason Albrick on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, Sean Connery, uh, he prefers not to be bothered right now. Mm-hmm. Understood. That's probably best for everybody. If you guys want to catch up with me, I am at Yard Sale Artist on Twitter and on Facebook. I am Yard Sale Artist. My next appearance for my art career will. We'll be at uh, with these crazy cats. We'll all be in Charlotte together, right? Ooh, For Heroes yeah. Con in Heroes June. Con. So come check that out if you want to. We gonna more. close that place down. We are gonna close it down <laughs> right now. My pen tweet and my pen Facebook post are both my uh, pre-con sketch list. So if you want to get a piece of art from me and have it hand delivered at the con, all the things I offer and the pricing is right there at your fingertips. Also, who, wanna, uh, who yeah. wouldn't want to get a piece of art from you? I tell you what, I'd like a piece of art. <laughs> Well, you see the price list. Anyways. Yep. Uh, 
Uh, always keep in mind that Hamilton versus Burrow Werewolf Tale is available on Kindle for just $3.99. And also, you can purchase it. It's $14.99 for a hard copy over on eBay, but a portion of the proceeds supports the Christopher Reeve Paralysis Foundation. So if you want to spend a little more and get an autographed hard copy with the original sketch card by the artist Nate Niles, go over and buy Hamilton versus Burrow Werewolf Tale on eBay. Have I plugged that enough tonight? Well, I don't think so, because I, I, I do want to add, because because my, my brother was kind enough to send me a copy of his Hamilton versus Burr when it came out, which is unusual, because usually he makes me buy his stuff. So yeah, I got to search for it on eBay and everything. He's merciless, but he sent me this one. And I, w- I read it because I was going to laugh at him and make fun of him, but it's really good, folks. And uh, it's got a really good surprise twist in- ending. The art in there is, is sensational. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth four bucks. So stop listening to me and go out and buy, buy yourself a copy. Hey, that's my brother with the. Nice. Hey, how are you going to top that, Pat? What about you, Jerry? <laughs> yeah, go look. Go go buy it. It's yeah, good. Yeah, whatever. It's comics, <laughs> something. Anyway. Were- werewolves are awesome. There you go. <laughs> well, come see the crew in Charlotte. We're going to be there, folks. We're going to, the entire Longbox yes. Crusade crew is going to be there. So come say hi to us. We probably will have some free goodies to pass out. Yeah. So just like with all the other shows I'm at, if you stop by my table at any of my convention appearances and you tell me that you you know you heard me on this show or any of the other shows, usually you get a little something free out of me. So just keep that in mind. Well, thanks for joining us, folks. We'll see you on the next episode, which is going to be episode five, The Case of the Belligerent Ghost. Again, those are all available on YouTube. So if you want to give that episode a watch, it can cost you nothing. And then you can join us here and listen to us review it. And just be part of the Sherlock Holmes family with us here at Saturday Matinee Theater. So where are we going to do all this? Where are we going to meet up? Well, 221B Baker Street, of course. We'll catch you guys later.